The Hillbilly Horror Show. Go to www.hillbillyhorrorshow.com. If you want to check out more about me, you can go to the official Gruesome Herzog Facebook page, to Twitter, The Gru Herzog, or go ahead and go to the Podcast Garden and look up Gruesome Herzog Podcast. Or if you're a big fan of uh, iTunes, you can go there, Stitcher, or any format that carries podcasts. And don't forget, you can find me on Podbean as well. Definitely check it out. Give me your feedback. And thanks again for your support. The Man and Scythe t-shirts are stored in an upstairs closet of the world's most haunted pub. The Man and Scythe in Bolton, United Kingdom. Each t-shirt is kept in the closet for at least 48 hours to thoroughly soak up the spirits in the pub. These shirts are black with the words, the man in scythe with a grim reaper. If you want one of these shirts right now, you get a 20% discount. That's right, 20% discount. Use code GRUESOME at checkout for your discount. Get yours today. Go to www.hauntedtshirts.com. Hello, everyone. My special guest today is actor, director, writer Michael Taylor Pritt. For his films, Fun Time in 2015, Miles Before Sleep in 2016, and his newest one coming out in March, Are We the Waiting in 2017. Hope you enjoy. Michael. Taylor Pritz, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Wonderful. I just uh, contacted you guys, and uh, you have a film that I've started a new website, moviesgalore.com, movietrailersgalore.com, where I'm starting to do search on YouTube or distributors, and, and they'll send me links to trailers to post. And I came across yours, Are We the Waiting? Um, I found that one. I watched a trailer. I normally don't watch trailers, but I started something new this year to try and promote films like yours. That doesn't, that's not out yet that I can help promote, uh, you know, the trailers. I'm also uh, promoting uh, short films that are free on YouTube to watch. I put them on my site. And we also have one to where, you know, movies are on YouTube, how you can buy them or rent them. I'm finding Mm -hmm. some of them that I'm posting. So I'm trying to get a variety of everything from short films to full features to rent are by, and then trailers that um, help it promote. And that's how I came across yours. And the cover alone is very intriguing to me. But you do have a few other films that I'm going to talk to about first. Um, and someday, when it is available to watch and review on DVD I will, or link, I will definitely review your film. The first one that I want to talk to you about is uh, a, it's a film called Fun Time in 2015. sort of on bells. I'll go get ready. Hey. Oh, so you must be the other invites. Nice to meet you guys.
people that are going to mess up your perfect little world. I won't do it. I'm not a murderer. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> You played a character of Marco, and you're also the director, correct? Yes, writer-director, yeah. Talk to us about it. Well, it was a film I wrote when I was in my late teens, uh, which is probably never the best thing to do. Um, <laughs> and uh, I really was just wanting to make a movie that was just really grotesque and offensive and just whatever at that time I thought my true vision of horror was, which was just something that was horrible and horrifying. Um... So I came up with a concept. Uh, it was a really simple concept, and we kind of rolled with it. All right. It took two years to actually get it to be made. Uh, and once it got made, we released it. It's just a film about some clowns that uh, kind of just torture and kill people for their own entertainment. Oh, you know what? And, uh, clowns. Keyword. Yeah. Oh, no. I was, it's weird because I thought originally whenever we were doing fun time, I was like, you know, vampires were in. They had their whole, you know, thing. I was like, I'd love to do clowns. And as soon as we started filming, it was like, Eli Roth has a movie called, you know, Clown coming out. Rob Zombie has 31 coming out. And I was like, shit, I didn't get to do it quick enough. Yeah. Well, you know what? Clown horror films are the most amazing, fun films to watch. I've watched quite a few uh, clown horror movies lately. One was called Clown Town out of Ohio. And, and it, I love the aspect of any horror film that farmhouse, abandoned house feel where you know something's going to happen and you don't know. But when you throw clowns in that yet, killer clowns, it just tops it all. So I'm a big fan of clown horror films. Um, so I'll be definitely anxious to check this out and give it a review. But it sounds very, very fucking cool. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I was it's a horror comedy, so I wasn't expecting people to um, like get it that much. Uh, and then when we we had a premiere, we had a, we sold out on a premiere. Like everybody was laughing when they needed to laugh and jumping when they needed to jump. Right. And it, was, uh, it was pretty great. Yeah, there, there's a comedy a horror uh, clown film back in 2010 that I reviewed it's called Clown Camp Massacre. It had a combination <laughs> of comedy and horror, and and trust me. Those films are fun as well. I mean, when you have the comedy aspect of a clown, I mean, and then that you have the horror with it, it's badass. And you also have the the nasty, non-humorous clowns that kill is also creepy. But when you combine them together, but that we have a comedy and a horror mixed. But anything that has a comedy and horror, it's a little bit easier to make a film. Um, if you have a minimal budget, you know, if you try to go serious with a minimal budget, 
sometimes you can't pull it off, but when you throw some comedy in there, it kind of takes away the pressure of, you know what I mean, of, of mm-hmm. trying to make it look good. You know what I'm talking about, because I'm in the industry myself, and I've reviewed tons right. of films since 2010, but I definitely do want to check out Fun Time. Is that available anywhere? Uh, yes, right now we're running into the through our site, so if you contact us on any form, we can get it to you. Uh, but as I said, uh, in March, we're saying as soon as all the waiting gets released, we'll have all our films up on Amazon. So. Nice, nice. There you go, fans. Look for it. But I do want to check out Fun Time. Uh, it looks uh, pretty interesting, especially when you talk about clowns. Now, you have um, another film here that caught my eye. It's called Miles Before Sleep. just great. Perfect. Leak in the gas tank, no service. What else could go wrong? <laughs> Can I help you guys? Do you have a phone we could use? Oh, sorry, guys. I don't have a phone. If you guys come back, we'll drink a few beers. Hang out for a little bit. Let's go to our friends. Alright. Be back. See you guys later. Company. Do you live here alone? <coughs> oh, shit, get up, get up. Sorry, guys, I'll be right back. Looks like we got some company. We should be going. We all are more than welcome to wait for the storm to pass. Uh, we didn't mean to intrude on you guys, it's just our goddamn car's a piece of shit. What did you just say? What? You don't use the Lord's name in vain in our house. You apologize to the Lord. You don't bring disrespectful people into my house. Sit your ass down. This is our little sister Libby. We haven't ate like this in a while. Why, Joey? Fucking cannibals. <laughs> my attempt to kind of, not in a funny way, but kind of my jab at the cliche, broke down in the woods, we need to find some people, these people aren't too nice of people, and like cannibals and stuff like that. Um, And I really wanted to do that because I thought everybody talks about how much it's a cliche and that, you know, it's unoriginal. 
but what way can I try to make it original? Because I like those films. Like, right. I'm not a big hater on cliches. Like, I'm, I accept those. You kind of have to have cliches in horror to make it work. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's just a movie about uh, a group of friends on their way to the beach. Um, they break down, and they notice that there have been some houses throughout the woods whenever they've been driving. So they go to find one of them to get help. And uh, they meet this nice guy named Valentine, which is a character I play. And uh, he invites him in and says, you know, it's about to start storming. You guys should just come in and the storm to pass. You don't need to be on that road. So they come in, but what they don't know is Valentine's family isn't as nice as he is. He's actually kind of the black sheep of the family, and these people are ultra-religious cannibals. Oh, shit. I love it. Love it. Now, you are from Ohio, correct? I am. Nice. So these are are these films being filmed in Ohio or Kentucky or is it? Well, I now I live in Kentucky. I grew up in Ohio. Fun time was filmed uh, pretty much ninety percent in Kentucky. Moth Before Sleep is set in West Virginia, ironically enough, but it's um, filmed in Ohio. And then Are We the Waiting was mostly filmed in Kentucky. Nice, nice. Now, are you near Cincinnati? Uh, about two hours away. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, because I took a trip out there. I, I had to go to Kentucky for a golf tournament for my company I used to work for. And we went right past the Bengals Stadium, and right there is Kentucky. It's kind of weird. Yeah, where where I live, I can literally go to Ohio in like four minutes or um, West Virginia in ten minutes. Oh, wow. We have everything right here. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I've noticed, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of very cool uh, horror films, especially with clowns or any kind of a horror film, there's a lot of good ones coming from Ohio in the past oh, year yeah. alone. I was really amazed by, you know, some of the products that's coming out of there because, nice. Now, here's one of the uh, reason why I contacted you guys to have an interview is I'm dying to see this. It looks pretty badass. Are We the Waiting in 2017? Find that son of a bitch. Are you stupid? I say we fight back. I just really think we need to think of a plan to make out of here. Thank you. 
did mention that um, the when is the release date? Do you got a, a release date? The official release date is March 3rd, which we will be uh, up in Pittsburgh at the Horror Realm Convention. Nice. Uh, and that's where we're going to premiere the movie. Well, not premiere, not just we're going to premiere, have it for sale. Everybody there can buy it. And then, obviously, the same way, um, you can contact us if you need a copy or anything. We can get that to you. Now, so, yeah, March 3rd. Have you attempted any distributors yet? Uh, I spoke to a few. There's a few that reached out to me. Um, but I, I'm I'm kind of nervous. I want to I want to pick the right one. You know what I mean? Uh, because I have friends that are filmmakers that have have had the best experiences with them. So uh, okay. Right. As of now, I'm looking for the one that will you know fit me and my company best. Right. And uh, I'll discuss something with you off the air. And there's one that contacted me about a few films. So, but uh, are we the waiting? What's the story about? The story is mildly based off a true story. And whenever I say that, I'm saying 1%. Um, I, in the past year, really got into online culture and stuff, Reddit, all these things. And I was trying to figure out, because I never, I didn't like grow up on that or anything. So I was trying to figure out what's the, what's the beauty of these things? Like, why is people get involved? And of course, me being in horror, I ventured into some stories about uh, 4chan, which one talks about um, a guy that played this guessing game on 4chan, talking about what was in his freezer, have people guessing. Yeah. And um, somebody guessed, I think they guessed a severed head. And he was like, correct. And he started posting pictures of like a bunch of body parts in his freezer. And every bound there was like, oh, fake. But come to find out, the guy actually, that wasn't fake at all. He got arrested. It was, uh, it was a big deal. So I was like, even though that's kind of Jeffrey Dahmer, I, I like the idea with somebody messing with somebody online, you know. Um, so the film follows, it's a little bit into the future. It's 2020, there's nothing futuristic. There's no new technology really that much. Right. And World War Three has happened, and the draft has been brought back, and everything's just a little chaotic. So we follow Champion Kia, our two main characters, who are just lovebirds, they're young, Chance is kind of freshly out of the job, a little bit of a loser, if we can say. And he is just this, you know, girl next door, the dream girl of every guy. So he gets drafted, and he really doesn't want to go because that means he has to be away from Kia. You know, he just doesn't think that he's an American soldier type. Right. So his friends and himself all kind of talk about, what if we go to Canada? You know, let's let's get the hell out of here. So he decides to do so, and um, before they go, their friends have this party, and one of one of the friends, like um, Ant's house, up for sale, so nobody's there. Uh, and while they're there, they play a game online that's much like the real game that I told you about. Right. Uh, but then the person asks, "What's in your freezer?" And whenever they look in their freezer, there's a dead cat, and everything just kind of go say wire from there. There's a neon mask killer outside the house that really isn't just looking to kill. He doesn't want to kill everybody. He just wants to wave that knife in front of their face and see who pisses their pants first. Oh, wow. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Where does the idea come from? Does it come from watching, you know, like uh, a lot of filmmakers when they write films, so you read stories on the news because there's a lot of stories that ain't being mentioned you might find online that they try to make it, you know, in part of their story and as for a script for a movie. The idea came from the story I read. I was like, well, that would be cool. And then 
It, I've always wanted to make a slasher film. Uh, and intruder films. I feel like intruder films and slasher films sort of kind of go hand in hand. Uh, so then I was like, there was that. So then you had kind of these building blocks. And the more and more I thought of it, I I just kind of wanted to do a throwback to 90s slasher. I hear everybody talk about throwback to, I'm not bashing on that at all, but you know, everybody's like, you know, this is a throwback to 80s. Right. Or this. I grew up in the 90s, and I, no matter how kind of bad they got, I, I really love the 90s slashers. You know, I love Scream. I know what you did last summer. You know, all those. And I, I just kind of wanted to do my nod to those movies. Um, so it has that kind of 90s feel to it, but the soundtrack has this very, like, 80s techno um, feel to it. Nice. Yeah, because so it's, it's all over the place. I'm an 80s guy because, of course, I'm a little bit older than you are. And, and, and the 90s did have some good stuff. I mean, but the 80s for me is where it was all out. Because a, a lot of films from the 80s is a lot of stepping stones for films today. You know, films like these, like you've talked about, it, it's it's a refreshing also to have a film that you're using a throwback to the 90s. Because a lot of people don't do it. Right. It's mostly the 80s, which I enjoy that a lot. But now that you mentioned it, I mean, that's a new tr- might be a start of a new trend. You know, trying to bring some back to the 90s horror film slashers. Because they are slight differently than the 80s, a little bit different, because technology's changed a little bit, you know. The 90s, right. they started showing a little more blood, and more realistically blood and compared to the 80s. But, you know, I grew up in the 80s, so I can't. 80s cheese is one of my favorites. I can never get over it. I loved no, 80s right. cheese. You know? And like I said, I'm, I have no problem. Like, I, love, I love 80s horror. Right. I, I do, and I love people now. I love that they go back to it. But for me, I wanted I just want to see if it's kind of throwing the noodles at the wall and see what would stick with that. Sure. So don't get me wrong. I love 80s, and especially 70s horror. I think 70s horror was a lot. It was very grotesque. Um, no, I, I love I love that movie. Yeah, is there anything else that you have going on? I mean, uh, anything new that's coming up that you want to talk about or are allowed to talk about? Any new projects or I can like I can mention uh, something that I have going on. I can't talk about it too much, though. Um, right. And... So in March, we have the releases, are we waiting? And then two weeks after that convention, we're going to be filming the fourth full-length film. And uh, that one, um, let's see, how can I beat around the bush with this? Uh, that one is taking something kind of universal and making it, I think, in my personal opinion, new and original. And that's the first time I've kind of said that with anything, because I think that's a bold statement to make. Right. Uh, but the type of film, um, growing up, I, I probably shouldn't have been a fan of this movie growing up, but I was a big fan of, and this is not horror, but the butterfly effect. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I thought, as a kid growing up, to me, that was kind of, I mean, it wasn't a horror movie, but I thought it was kind of messed up and a little bit scary. Right. And uh, it always kind of stuck with me. I'm still to say a big fan of that movie. It still hits me the way it did whenever I first watched it. And I thought, I want to add something to that but how do I kind of drive it home to where I have somebody feeling tons of emotions within an hour and 30 minute span of a film? Uh, so yeah, we're going to, we're telling people to expect a trailer for the new film around May. Nice. Because it's going to be, it's going to be pumped out. Uh, it's not, it's going to be probably our biggest budget film that we've done. Um, so it's going to be pretty intense. I'm very nervous about the month of March. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. I mean, it sounds pretty cool. Thank you. Definitely, definitely cool. 
So, uh, again, you have a bunch of films here that I'm really, really keen on seeing. So, eventually, when they come available or I get a hold of them, order them, however, I'll definitely mm-hmm. give it a watch and a review. But, um, yeah, like I said, the the trailer, Are We the Waiting, really piqued my... I don't know how I even found it. It's kind of weird. But uh, right. um, it really was interesting to me when I watched the trailer, and I noticed that a lot of people... Obviously, haven't heard much about it because it's getting hit like crazy as far as traffic. I'm thinking, there's something here. So that's when I contacted right. you to tell your story about it. So maybe it'll, you know, perk up some more interest in the film that, uh, you know, it might escalate even further. Yeah, and I, I do appreciate that. I mean, it, it's crazy to me. Usually whenever we post a trailer out, um, we get, you know, a few hits and people be like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see this movie. But for Are We the Waiting... For some reason, it just it just plugged it right there. Like you know what I mean? Like it just worked. Right. And uh, I, I mean, I'm not complaining by any means, but uh, <laughs> it, I'm wondering how do I replicate that in the future? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know what? You'd be surprised. I mean, a lot of filmmakers like yourself, including myself, you know, you invest in something that became so successful, and then you worry about your next project. Can I match oh, it? Yeah. Can I top it? And chances are, if you've done it the first time, you're going to do it the second time. You just got to have stop the pessimistic and just grab the bull, uh, the bull by the horns and just say, fuck it, let's do it. We'll be all right. You know? Mm-hmm. So thanks for coming on today. I really appreciate you coming on and talking about no the problems. And, uh, Thank you for having me. No problem. And I'm definitely going to be looking for this. And uh, horror fans, if you uh, listen to the interview or you have watched the trailer, you heard them. It's coming in March. So definitely look for it. And uh, Michael, thanks for coming on. No problem, man. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.